do 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 poop times What's up, everybody? It's your boy Chris, manager of Joe Burrow Tiger King and founder of the Panther Optional Podcast Network, uh, here to talk some shit about what happened in the Week 5 uh, Fantasy League. So before we get into the weekly breakdown of the matchups and uh, special guest commentary and rise power rankings, first things first, I want to talk about where we're at with the Beer Bitch Watch. Uh, looking through the league, you know, I, I think that I've... I've pretty much covered the fact that E is trending towards the bottom. Uh, but that said, he is 2-3 and three now, um, and there's a lot of 2-3 and three teams. Stone Cold Freeze Austin, Commissioner Mac Daddy, Billy O's, all 2-3 and three teams, um, all potential beer bitch candidates. What I will say is that Judge Judy has the most overall points out of the 2-3 and three teams at 725 points. If we were looking at one strong candidate for Beer Bitch, I would have to say Billy O's, who only has 643 points total. What I will also say is that while Jaron is number two overall at 3-2 two with 837 points, he has put up some abysmal numbers. And last week, a lot of teams in our league would have beat him uh, if they were head-to-head. So, um, you know, I, I I don't know. I think that right now we're looking at Billy O's as the Beer Bitch. Um, and in... I don't know what we'll have to do in that situation. Maybe we'll have to have the commissioner on here to talk about what would happen if the beer bitch can't make it uh, to the um, you know weekend. So, yeah, so we will address that as we go. But right now, it's looking like uh, you know D speeds a possible one too. But his you know he's six hundred ninety one total points. So so who knows? Who knows? We'll we'll see how this shakes out. Um, on to the Jameis watch. So as far as the Jameis watch goes, I would like to talk about. Uh, you know, and I know I'm probably going to catch some shit for this. Um, I would like to talk about uh, Carson Wentz um, because, as it stands right now, he has been playing a lot like our favorite, uh, you know, interception thrower, Jameis Winston. He threw two touchdowns last week in the 29 38 loss, but he also threw two interceptions. And as of this year, he has had, um, it looks like he has had two, four, six, seven, Eight, nine interceptions in five games as opposed to six touchdowns. So nine interceptions, six touchdowns, uh, and three rushing touchdowns. I mean, honestly, he's barely even cracking Jameis' numbers of number of touchdowns, two number of interceptions. At this point in the season, Jameis would have had uh, 18 touchdowns to nine interceptions. But, well, he probably would have 15 interceptions, but who cares? Carson Wentz, you're Jameis this week. Sorry, uh, Sorry, Eagles fans. Um, so that concludes this section of the podcast, and let's move on to these weekly analysis. Okay, on to the matchup analysis. First things first, I'm going to add a little bit of a twist to it this week. I don't feel like just rambling off the stats of everybody. I'll talk about who you know who made the game or who broke the game. But what I would like to do is point out who would have beat Jaron, uh, who after having back-to-back weeks where he was the league high scorer, highest scorers in league history, um, he's kind of, you know, fallen into the background a little bit uh, and not putting up some great numbers. He did beat Commissioner Mac Daddy, and we'll get to that, um, but he would have lost to several other teams. So, Joe Burrow, Tiger King versus Billy O's. Uh, I won 146.08 to 128.96. Uh, Matt's team, you know, he didn't start... Um, 
He didn't start uh, running back. He started James White, who was out with COVID while the game was postponed. Le'Veon Bell, you know, RIP to the Bell era of the Chief, or of the Jets as he moves on to Kansas City, likely. Um, Bell only had seven points for him. Keenan Allen didn't put up a great game. Calvin Ridley bounced back after that uh, goose egg last week. But, you know, he just wasn't a match for what was going on in my team, which uh, DK Metcalf, wide receiver one, 27.30 points. Chase Edmonds, 20 points. And Russell Wilson, 25 points. Although Deshaun Watson did have a good game for Matty Ice. Um, he's a number eight overall QB. Uh, I would have beat Jaron this week as well as several other teams that would have beat Jaron um, with 146 points. So that's that matchup. Um, the only player that Matt probably would have rather started was Preston Williams on his bench who had 20.60 points. I wish I would have started Henry Ruggs who had 19 points. Um, so yeah, so there's that. On to the next matchup, can you digs it sucka versus the cream of the crop, the marquee matchup of the week. Uh, Phil eked this one out 144 to 143. Um it was one hell of a matchup, honestly. Both of their quarterbacks underperformed. Josh Allen only had 18 points. Lamar Jackson had 14 points. Uh, but where where we saw some some uh, serious differences here, or or similarities actually, was Miles Sanders put up a great game. Mike Davis for Josh put up a great game. Deontay Johnson, it looks like he probably went out because he only had one reception for minus two yards. Um, so he didn't have a great game. And that's probably and, and Logan Thomas, you know, again Josh starting Redskins player. Washington football team's players. Uh, that's what you get when you start players in the Washington professional football team. One point four zero points. I mean, that's what you get, and you get losses because of that. Um, you know, it's it's remarkable that it was that close actually, because the rest of uh, Phil's team uh, actually looked pretty good. Um, they outscored you, although you know you had your kicker uh, had fourteen points, and the Niners defense had minus two points to the Dolphins. <laughs> um, both of these teams would have beat Jaron. Um, Jaron's trash team. Uh, Drew Brees had a better game on the bench than uh, Lamar Jackson did for Josh. Uh, Ryan Tannehill for Tennessee had 30 points on Phil's bench. Um, so, yeah. So, oh, and uh, the Ravens defense also. Uh, way to start um, the uh, Steelers defense over the Ravens defense. Steelers defense had eight points. Ravens defense with 29 points. Seven sacks, three forced fumbles, two recoveries, one touchdown, one interception. They were just everywhere. Um, Looks like Phil should be getting, should possibly be getting uh, Christian McCaffrey back sometime in the next week or two. We'll see if he bounces, you know, a little bit further in the power rankings once they come back. Um, but for right now, you know, this is uh, the marquee matchup of the week, and um, yeah, let's let's keep these good matchups coming, boys. Um, next matchup we'll talk about is Judge Judy versus Stone Cold Freeze Austin. Judge Judy found his footing a little bit in this one. Uh, ended up winning one forty two point five six to one twenty six. Point four six, despite Dak Prescott going down with a gruesome ankle injury, um, who and only had fourteen points. Nikki's team was solid in this one. You know, he had he had some good performances from some good people, and then Schultz, the tight end for the Cowboys, he he shit the bed for him. Um, the Chiefs defense did badly. The Robbie Gold didn't kick as well as he would have liked to have seen. But overall, I mean. He had some good scores on this one. He had some. He put up some good performances. And Justin Herbert, who is looking very good, had four touchdowns. Derrick Henry, you know, two touchdowns, uh, fifty-seven yards rushing. It just uh, Judge Judy just put together a better a better overall score. Um, Judge Judy would have beaten the People's Champ in this week as well. Um, so yeah. So and that's that one. Uh, so we're gonna take a break. I'd like to bring in our guest speaker tonight. So fellas, have a Enjoyable time listening to our defending champ uh, talk a little bit of shit.
What's up, everybody? It's uh, Ryan here with the Power Rankings. Uh, just want to let everybody know my shit doesn't stink, and I am number one. Um, and number two, I'm going to bring in, uh, you know, Eric here. I just traded him my best player, so he's obviously the second best now. Um, let's see, a three, eh, coming off a loss, but we'll put Seth there. Uh, I think he's pretty strong still. Um, four, I know they beat Seth, but... We're going to drop him back one. Uh, that would be Jaren. Yeah. Um, the rest of you guys suck. Uh, it's me versus E versus Jaren versus Seth the rest of the year. Just kidding, everybody. It's your reigning champ, Phil. Uh, here to recap the match of the fucking week. Uh, it's what the time is. It's 102. Oh, never mind. That's the difference in the box score here where I beat Can You Digs It Sucker by 1.02 points. Uh, dominant, dominant performance. Uh, two scrub teams. I mean, one scrub team. Uh, clearly, Josh. Um, you know, did a little recap of this, foreshadowing the future here earlier in the week. My little screenshots here. I did a little uh, comparison. Said Josh Allen was going to be better than Lamar Jackson. Spot on. Miles Sanders better than John Taylor. Again, spot on. James Conner over Mike Davis. You know. Fucked that one up a little bit. Uh, I said Cooper Cup wasn't going to be as good as Michael Thomas, but boy was I wrong. Michael Thomas punched somebody in the face for saying he wasn't the best receiver in the league when he's not even the best receiver on that team because it's a little guy by the name of Manny Sanders who fucking crushed it this week. Uh, moving down, got A.J. Brown better than Al Robinson, clearly. Even though A-Rod put up a fucking pretty fucking good performance, but... uh. Not good enough. Let's see what we got next. Uh, Mark Andrews, Baron Logan Thomas. Ooh, Logan Thomas. What an ouchie. Uh, we said that Tyler Lockett, Baron CeeDee Lamb. Turned out wouldn't have been the case. But uh, luckily, Josh put him on his bench. That was probably the difference maker here. Manuel Sanders, I said, probably wasn't as good as Chris Carson. And turns out he was better, which was awesome. I said, Zane Gonzalez is not as good as the GOAT, Greg the Leg. You know, Greg the Third Leg. And boy, was I right. Uh, and then uh, I said the 49ers defense was going to be not as good as Steelers. They're also not as good as the Ravens, which uh, would have been Josh's second best player of the week, just behind Mike Davis. But luckily he left that on his bench and lost to me by 1.02 points. Uh, just to be clear, that's less than two points, which is more points than Logan Thomas had. Um, yeah, just had to stop by. Do a little shit talk. Guest speak here. Uh, Josh, keep adding those capital L's to the end of your name here. And um, I'm going to keep this belt. I'm going to keep this belt forever. Never getting rid of it. Going to get that shit engraved every year. My own name on it. Check it out, guys. See ya. Okay, so that was our defending champ, Phil. Um, next game that I want to talk about is Hungry Dogs Rise Team versus Chef Boyar Speed, uh, D-Speed's team. Um, Hungry Dogs ended up winning this game 156.3 to 141.2. Uh, and it, it was overall, it was a good game. It was um, one where both teams put up respectable numbers. Both teams would have beat Jaron's bitch-ass team. Um, you know, their quarterbacks were evenly matched. Ryan Fitzpatrick had 27 points and Kyler Murray had 27 points for Rye. Uh, overall, it was, it was a good matchup. Even Todd Gurley went off 
for uh, Devin. Josh Jacobs went off. Where the differences fell was George Kittle had eight points. Hayden Hurst had 2.8 points. T.Y. Hilton had 12.9 points. Scotty Miller didn't get targeted once and had zero points. Um, so, you know, it was just a couple key differences. And honestly, if, if D-Speed would have started um, – you know, Cole Beasley for 11 points or Jarvis Landry or Brandon Cooks for 30 points. If you would have put Brandon Cooks in there who had eight receptions, 161 yards and a touchdown over uh, Scotty Miller, he would have won this game. And there wasn't anybody. Well, Mike Williams had 27 points. So, you know, he could have started him over um, T.Y. Hilton or, um, well, T.Y. Hilton or Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, shout out to Rye for taking that disaster off my hands. Um, you know, and it probably would have still ended up in his favor, but Either way, it was a good matchup. Both teams would have beat Jaron. So, um, so yeah. Uh, and and for our final matchup of the week, we have the People's Champ versus one of the only people who could not have beaten Jaron this week, Commissioner Mac Daddy. Um, one of the only three people, one, two, three people, yeah, who could not have beaten uh, him this week. Uh, Jaron won 135.4 to 117.06. Um, you know, I think... I think Jaron's team is just fraudulent. I, I do. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Solaire, 11 points. I think that people, I mean, they're projecting 19 points, especially if Le'Veon Bell goes to them. I don't see that anymore. Um, Terry McLaurin, you know, who's who's throwing to him? Kyle Allen, Alex Smith, like, what is this, 2013? Um, James Robinson, he's not producing like everybody thought he was going to. Uh, Debo Samuel, 4.2 points. And, I mean, you had Jared Goff on his bench, who Pat Mahomes outscored. You know, nobody on his bench really did anything. Um, yeah, I, th- I, I just think Jaron's team is weak. Uh, he probably should be beer bitch again, just off off principle of how badly he did last year. Uh, but you know, this year he or this week he caught a team that couldn't beat him. Um, one of the only ones this week who couldn't beat him. And you know, maybe this will add some fuel to the fire. And you know, next week he'll he'll put together a better score. But I, you know, I just don't see it. So uh, that concludes our matchup analysis. Um, like I said, uh, it looks like. Out of the teams that played this week that would have beat Jaron, I would have beat Jaron, Josh would have beat Jaron, Phil would have beat Jaron, Judge Judy would have beat Jaron, Hungry Dogs would have beat Jaron, and Chef Boyar Speed would have beat Jaron. So, um, yeah, Jaron, just consider yourself lucky, I guess, that you played the team that you played. Most of us also would have beaten Stone Cold Freeze, Austin, and Billios. So, you know, um, I don't know if at a certain point we should just drop two teams from the league. Um how that works do we vote them off the island like i don't know put their teams back in for redraft and you know just like hey guys you have to pick a new team or something i don't know we'll we'll get to that eventually but anyways so that is the matchup analysis portion of this we're going to get into the power rankings here momentarily um and then yeah yo Yo. what up roy what's up motherfucker not much, man. Not much. How's it going? Not bad. Uh, Not just bad. been trying to rest up and deal with a little jet lag. Uh, yeah, yeah. I landed. How back was Alaska? Now. Alaska was fucking sweet, man. Just uh, definitely a long travel home, and I've been a little delayed. So I know uh, people have been wanting the, the Panzer Optional podcast. Just been too busy to get to it. But I know. Alaska man. was yeah, sweet. They've been, they've been uh, harping on it. I know. But yeah, so so let's dig into this uh, these power rankings. Uh, yeah, I mean, in the spirit of Friday Eve, before we start, we'll just get that cracking. I know some of you think that that's a soda pop. It's actually a natural light. I'm just going to keep it classy like I did last week. 
to keep the Natty Light Seltzers rolling. I like it. Take a nice little sip to get into the weekend mode here. Um, so what do we got here? We're coming up on, we just finished up week five, rolling into yeah. week six here. Getting about halfway through the fantasy season. The, uh, the first ranked team this week is going to be a little controversial uh, because that would be Hungry Dogs, myself. I was hesitant to put myself here. I really don't want to do it because I, I don't think a hungry, hungry Dog can be at the top. But uh, I'm on a win streak. Got a two-game win streak going. Just put up the highest score of the week for the first time. I've been close a couple times, but people have been stealing them from me. Uh, so, I don't know. I played. We played the People's Champ this week, a little uh, top dog matchup. We'll see if I can beat him. I think maybe I do deserve number one rank, but we'll see. I'm going to keep myself here, probably a little biased, but I'm going with it. <laughs> uh, number two, we got a, a, a team that jumped back up to, to the top. I put them down after a, a piss poor week a couple weeks ago, but they're getting some players back. This would be the cream of the crop. I'm putting them at two. They got uh, Devontae Adams finally coming back. They got A.J. Brown back in the lineup. CMC, I think, should be back soon. So that's a pretty pretty big powerhouse trio there to, to come back and make some noise. Uh, I think they should improve to four and two after this week. Uh I think they're going to be playing what I would consider possibly the new automatic buy team of the, of the league, but we'll dive more oh. into that. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> At three, we got the – I think he's been the number one power-ranked team for a couple weeks in a row now. So he's dropping down to three. That's the people's champ. Oh. Uh, some may think he needs to be even lower, but he still put up – okay scores he's not going yeah. down to to the Look, low 100s seven teams but, would have beat him this week yeah i i i hear you i know i thought it's, about it's, dropping it's, him it's your ranking it's your ranking and and you know what you know ceh now might that might hurt him with a little lev bell coming to the chiefs i think it's a, still a contending team but that's gonna yeah. hurt a little bit uh, they took, they mean, but you can't forget they did set back to back weeks of all time high scores in the league. So, it, you know, I know it's people are quick to forget, but that still did happen. That's you got to keep some respect on it since that that yeah, was pretty fair. impressive back to back weeks. He might have used up all yeah, his points pass. so he could continue to plummet <laughs> in these rankings, but we'll see. Uh, we got a little at number four, we got Judge Judy. Uh, I think this team is starting to put it together a little bit after a, a two-game win streak, but he did just have a little injury to Dalvin Cook. Sounds like Cook should be okay after their bye week, so he's got to go two weeks without him. Uh, maybe, I guess, maybe he can ride the Cream Hunt train in the meanwhile. Not just not just Dalvin Cook, but Dak Prescott. Oh, oh shit, Prescott you know what? That's true, but he does have a little Matty Stafford. But you're right, I, for, I did forget about Dak Prescott. Maybe he Maybe he needs to slide down further. But I, I kept it in there because he did show up his lineup a little bit with the starting tight end now. He got my man, Jonu Smith. I think that should help bolster his lineup. Yeah. Uh, yeah Matt Stafford's not. And he, he puts up points. He, yeah. And that's, I mean, he's not Dak Prescott, but he still should put up solid points to keep this team rolling a little bit. But Dak was a big, big uh, loss for this team because Dak was putting up some crazy, stupid numbers just because he would have to air it out and come back. Yeah. 
At mm-hmm. five, we got Can You Digs It Sucker. This team just took a loss to Cream of the Cock, Cream of the Cock, or Cream of the Crop. I don't know which one it is. <laughs> uh, that was probably the best matchup of the week. But yeah. Can You Digs It has been riding on the back of Mike Davis. And I think Mike Davis's run is going to come to an end here. Not to mention, this, this team is the only team above 500 that has the ninth least points for. So it makes you wonder, do we have a fraud on our hands? Yeah. I, so do you think do you think that Mike Davis, uh, Christian McCaffrey, is going to come back and take all of Mike Davis's touches? Or do you think that Mike Davis – I think it hurts both that? of them. I, think, I yeah, don't think, I think CMC so. is going to do what he did last year. But obviously Mike Davis isn't going to continue to roll. I think they're both going to become – uh, solid, but not, but not mm-hmm. weak winning, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I think they know that maybe they now, you know, they're going to ease McCaffrey back in. I don't think they're just going to give him the full workload. Davis has shown he can do it. So, uh, I don't know. I think they'll both be top. I mean, CMC is still a beast, but I don't think he's going to be putting up 40-point weeks on the regular like he was. No, I agree. Next, you have none other than Joe Burrow, Tiger King. I got yourself here at six. Uh, probably should be a little higher. I'm just a little – I, I got to see what, what your rookies can do here. You got a sweet stack of, of Russ and DK, which has given me quite a run for our money for my money with Kyler and uh, Nuke. I, I think actually it might even be better. I don't know. They're, those two are, are putting up some solid numbers. But you got a lot of rookies that you need to kind of grow into their skin mm. a little bit. And mm. you're making some noise. I think they just need a little time to develop. Maybe they can develop quicker than I think. And maybe you climb up the, the rankings quicker than I think. I just think the rookies are, are going to provide some inconsistency. So that's why I got you at six, even though I know your record shows otherwise. And you've been putting up a decent amount of points for it. But you got Russ and DK on by this week. So let's see how that, how that folds out. Be rough. Yeah, it could, could be a little tricky to get by. We'll see. At number seven, we got Stone Cold Freeze Austin. I would tell him to go home. You're drunk, but I think that really would be meant for Melvin Gordon after that little incident this week. <laughs> I don't know what the repercussions are going to be. I don't know if Melvin Gordon's going to be suspended. I guess he's got to wait for both team and legal actions to figure out what's up. But for free sake, let's hope he's not suspended because I don't really know what else. I don't think he's got much else going on. He got, I think he's got Mostert and Henry, yeah. which are both solid. Yeah. But not much else. I don't know. It, it drops off quick, which I guess that's the running back depth for everybody is shaky. Yeah. At number eight, this is probably the plummet of the week. I was trying to give this team a, a chance, but this would be Commissioner Mac Daddy. I gave them the benefit of the doubt for a while, but I don't think this team can get in sync. Uh, and the consistency has been a problem. One week he has, you know, Amari go off, and then the next week he has. Uh, DJ Moore finally stepping up, but then Amari doesn't do shit. They have not a lot of points for, and they've had the easiest schedule to date. So they still they have a below 500 record with the easiest schedule. I don't know oh, what's yeah, up with Julio. Julio, I don't know. Is he? Yo, yo, my bad. Hey, we're gonna blame. What's that? Uh, we're gonna blame that fuck up on Phil. He tried to call me, and then my I don't know what happened. Recording just timed out or something. So cream of the crop, quit giving me a call right now. Yeah. 
So anyways, um, back to Julio, you were at. So, talking oh, about so do we think Eddie. Julio's over the cliff? Or is he just hurt? Or what's up with Julio? Because that's a pretty big name that hasn't really been doing a whole lot this year. Nothing so far this year. 24 yeah. points week one, then. Just a ghost. Nothing. Yeah. I know he's been hurt, been sitting, but I don't yeah. know. I'm, I got the Kamish Mac Daddy down at eight now, who was previously up at three, so. And I know that was a bit of a hot take. I know that that didn't go with the trend. I was just trying to trying to project what was going to happen, and I was wrong. So yeah, you know, I actually meant to I meant to uh, say something when uh, earlier when you were talking about Judge Judy because I have on the record from Nick Freeze that uh, he said that you um, were correct in ranking him ahead of his uh, record. And uh, I was like, you know, I'm going to quote you on that. And he said, oh, I didn't know that I was going to go in there. But, yeah, so he, he said that, you know, when you rank Judge Judy ahead of how he was doing, that you, you hit that on the head that, uh, you know, he's got a better team than his record a couple weeks ago. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll see. I'm trying to stay ahead of the, the trend here. Trying yeah. to, I'm trying to be the trendsetter, you know. <laughs> I know it's people aren't – it's, it's a, a bit of a hot take sometimes, and not everybody loves it. Or they, maybe they do love it. I don't know. Right. Uh, now we're at number nine. We got Chef Boyar Speed. Uh, this team has had a, a tough, tough schedule. I think the hardest schedule in the league. Uh, they've been putting up. Actually, they they haven't been crushing it in the points for, but they've just they have they have the six most points for, but they have the hardest schedule. So naturally, you know they're going to have a, one of the, the worst records. I think they have a better team than their record shows, but they just can't get, catch a break in the schedule. Yeah. So, I don't know. I didn't look at the, look ahead to see who they're playing in the upcoming weeks. They they could move up. I don't know. What do you? I mean. Oh, they certainly you, could. I think. That, yeah. I think you're right. I think they've got a better team than than their record shows. Um, you know, week six they've got they've got can you digs at sucka. They're projected to be a close matchup. I think that it's just you know they they've just played some tough tough teams. Oh, I, I hope can you digs at sucka takes back to back L's. Then we can drop yeah. him down right where he deserves it. The you know, yeah, below yeah. the five mark. Right. No, I agree because he, he's a fraud. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think so. I think that his, his wins have been weak. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think he's so. been getting lucky. And then at number 10, we got Billy O's. Uh, I'm going to consider this team the new automatic bye week. Now, Lev Bell did just get signed. That could help him out. I don't really know how that's going to divvy up. But I think it hurts. I think it helps Bell. I think it does. I think that he becomes a, yeah, the fantasy I, stud that he should be. He's he's the more veteran proven track record. I CEH had a, st- a stellar week one, and then he kind of has been mediocre since. Mm-hmm. So I think they'll, as long as Bell can show he can handle it, which I think he's still got it. Gase just kills so. players, so I think that that really isn't, uh, you know, showing what what Bell has left. But also, it's easy to put Billy O's here. I don't even think Ice listens to this podcast, and if he does, he probably doesn't make it this far. So until then, we're just gonna keep him at ten until I I hear signs otherwise. Hear signs of life <laughs> from him. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> But so. in in the spirit of the weekend coming up, we got a ton of games on Saturday, two Monday night games. Another solid week for the one of the best dynasty fantasy leagues there is to, to PAO. So cheers to, to everyone. Have a good weekend. Uh, we got to get in the league chat to talk a bunch of shit on Sunday if we can. We haven't really oh, yeah. done that yet. Yeah. So yeah, get in a, in, a, in a room. So yeah, for sure. But yeah, we'll thanks fire for coming us out on. To people, give it to them before the, the weekend. Help them. 
go to sleep at night, they can listen to podcasts as they fall asleep, listen to how shitty their team is or how good their their team isn't. You know? Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> give them something to give them something to listen to. So and we, oh, we, right, didn't, we didn't even talk about the matchup of the brothers this week. You versus Oh, me and Stan Austin come up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I beat I beat Ooh. one uh last week. You know, yeah, you beat, can't beat you can't beat them all last week. Yeah, so yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be a rough game. Uh, if Chase Edmonds goes off for me and uh, J.K. Dobbins actually puts up some points, I could keep it close. Mm-hmm. But um, and Nikki's gonna have to start Carson Wentz, who is uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but he's thrown nine interceptions. Uh, yeah, six and that's down this note. I gotta go. I'm gonna I'm gonna log <laughs> off now. <laughs> All, right, All right, brother. I'll see All you right, later. And there you have it. That concludes this week's uh, Pants Are Optional podcast. We had uh, Beer Bitch Alert, the uh, Carson Wentz slash Jameis Winston watch, the power rank or the weekly analysis and the power rankings, and you also had some words from your defending champ. Um, this uh, past week five leads us leaves us uh, with hungry dogs firmly in first place, four and one, although only with seven hundred eighty seven total points for um, people's champ at number two. Uh, in the league, three and two, the cream of the crop, three and two, me, Joe Burrow, Tiger King, three and two, can you dig it, sucka, three and two, followed by four, two and three teams, Judge Judy, Stone Cold, Steve Austin at seven, Commissioner Mac Daddy at eight, Billy O's at nine, and Chef Boyar Speed, who, who's put up some good, good numbers, just, you know, he's had the most points against, 766 points, um, I mean, what are you going to do there? You know, you lose. That's what happens. So, so yeah, so until next time, uh, I look forward to talking more shit as the season goes on. Um, and I look forward to finding out who our uh, beer bitch is going to be next year. Uh, and, you know, I look forward to having them pour me nice cold ones. So. <laughs>